0: The following program is rated TV T-V-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Body positivity is for burn victims and amputees, not for lazy, overweight snowflakes with no driver self-respect. Ooh,
1: sorry, but thin white gym bros didn't come up with and don't get to redefine body positivity.
0: <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death.
1: What is activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight!
0: The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 2700 and 50 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular, swole cast, fear cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and sleigh cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, bustas, is hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. And today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everston K2 Flexing. On all you beats. the shit. fucking. It's the hell. It's a- it's a fucking. All hell right, hell drop the in the comments. What are you smashing today? Welcome to Black Swole Week, everyone. Black Swole is in full speed ahead. Welcome to the show. Happy Friday, November the 24th. We do have an overtime segment exclusively for members at the end of today's show. So we'll be shifting over into the Daily Swole Telegram chat so you can watch the brand new Driving While Gaining featured release. That is going to be fucking I lit. A, uh, I promise tan. you.
1: I can. I fucking I tan. promise.
0: Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up button uh, no matter where you are watching. But of course, subscribe. Follow the show on Rumble. Rumble.com slash The Daily Swole and hit that thumbs up button. That way we get more people in here and get that knowledge cock in people's faces. Everyone's recovering from I guess family and those kinds of stressful events but of course you are also recovering probably from eating steak and going to the fucking gym yesterday so that's what I'm talking about fam yeah that's what I'm talking about and I hope you are going to the gym today too and had a great workout so now that we have introed that, make sure you check out the links down below. We do have awesome specials going on over there at uh, papaswolio.com for merch. We have 20% off everything on the site, papaswolio.com. Make sure you go over there and check out all the specials, 20% off everything on the site. So don't miss out on that for a limited time for Black Swole Week, so go and check that out, and of course, if you go to SwoleNormousX.com slash Black Swole, you can check out big discounts on memberships to join the Swole fam today. I got a lot of things on the bottom of the screen. All right, that being said, let's get into today's episode. Drop in the comments down below, what'd you smash today? And let's get after it, becious Let's go, fam Okay, fam. Hashtag black swole. Drop that in the comments down below for a chance to win today's swole card. That being said, let's get into today's episode. Hashtag black swole. Um, Of course, all the links are in the description. Show notes down below for PapaSWOLIO.com, 20% off merch, and SwoleNormousX.com slash Black for big-time savings on joining the Swole Fam today and getting access to all of our programs and saying, fuck your resolutions to the world. That's really what it means to get started today with the Swole Fam, is that you are fucking getting started. Getting started right after Thanksgiving, it's the best time. You get great savings, but also no excuse to not get after it, especially starting now. Why wait till January 1st or January 10th Or 2025, because if you're waiting this long, you keep on procrastinating. Chances are you're going to fall off of it again. There's a reason why you still haven't gotten results, because you keep on making these excuses or attaching your purpose to a date. So fuck your resolutions. Start today. Why wait another month? You could be a month ahead. All right. Sent out an email yesterday about that same concept. Why wait so you can be a month behind again? You might be years behind. You might be decades behind, but why wait? Oh, I'm going to start in a month. You know how much you can learn and how much you can progress in a month and how many habits you can successfully change in a month? Start now. Okay, let's get into that tip, everyone. Here we go. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right, let's get into a couple fam posts. We'll kick it off with uh, Ashton, Uh, Ashton. In the Facebook group, hey, everyone, haven't been posting very much lately, doing well. I finally have a pretty good grip on my food allergies, and now I'm down to three allergies three allergies, and intolerance from last year's 14 allergies. How does that work? You're down to three? Hmm. Okay. Uh, you don't lose allergies. Anyway, maybe she means... That you're still consuming or exposing yourself to. Anyway, I gained 47 pounds last year, but now that my body has adjusted to the United States again, I have the allergies under control. Things are getting easier and I'm running miles at a time and going to the gym consistently and working with my doctor for dietary needs and changes. I have my modeling job back as a hobby side gig, had a photo shoot last night, managed to lose 17 pounds for it. Holy shit. I was trying for 20. I was sick twice and got lazy for two weeks. So I only lost 17. I have a new goal for March. Here's to health and happy holidays for everyone. Here's a selfie from my photo shoot. Aww. All right. Thanks for sharing. Ashton, glad to hear back from you. I'm just always going to put the caveat. Be careful about the pounds lost. Make sure you're lifting weights, building muscle, um, moving more towards animal base, carnivore getting in those proteins, getting rid of all those inflammatory foods, curious to learn more about what you found to be um, allergens, but anything that's uh, estrogenic definitely should be removed and focusing on not so much the weight loss and how much pounds you lose. Cause it's really about how much body fat you lose versus building lean mass. So you don't want to lose weight. You want to lose fat. So make sure that you are staying with that focus and uh, let us know about your other habits and other things you're working on. So maybe we can give some additional suggestions but glad that you're doing well and thank you for your smiling picture it was lovely michael says a long time podcast listener first time poster joined the swole fam a couple weeks ago i just got cleared on a hand injury and finally decided to quit fucking off and went to the gym today i right away was going to do the 90 day dash but yesterday decided to look into maximum swole and found that to be far more of my interest so today i did upper total and it felt great trying not to worry where my numbers are and establish habits again Father of four daughters, husband of one, (laughs) uh, coach of many, and two jobs. No questions yet anyways. Hi. Welcome to the fam, Michael. (laughs) All right. Yeah, the 90-Day Dash is absolutely a foundational program that's going to give you a much broader base. Uh, Maximum Swole is obviously focused on fundamentally just building the most amount of muscle, higher intensity, lower volume. So... Uh, you don't have to worry about what the numbers are, but the numbers are exceptionally important when it comes to maximum swell. The numbers are absolutely paramount in terms of what you are doing from week or from session to session so you know and you can uh, you can identify if you're making progress or if you need to improve your recovery or your training intensity and so on and so forth. So make sure you're logging that maximum swell is absolutely essential from that uh, capacity. Great post, great intros. Okay, we got one from, uh, we got a couple emails. So go to makeemailswolligan.com, makeemailswolligan.com. If you're not on the email list, that way you can get the knowledge cock in your inbox and make sure that you are replying, reply to those emails because I definitely like to share them. We got a couple from the happy thanks gaining email and Philip says, happy thanks gaining. I had a recovery day outside early in the morning since all the gyms were closed. Yeah, fuck these gyms. Fuck these gyms. I think Matt commented on yesterday's episode saying, well, if like my approach to gym should be open is like against what I mean about focusing on family and community. I'm not saying gyms have to be open all day, but gyms should be open to allow people to train, you know, your community. Some people's community is the gym. Some people's community is a community of one is investing in themselves. So I think gyms should be open. I think it's a perfect day for gyms to be open. I'm not saying they have to be open their normal hours, but yeah, open up, let people get their fucking pump on. Even if it's from eight to 12 in the morning, that's still reasonable. gives people or eight or close at 2 PM. Yeah. I think gyms should be open. I, I I think it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, it's the same thing as having target or companies open really early on Friday. People love to lift weights and get healthy and then they can eat their food and spend time with family. A lot of people need to anchor themselves with a workout every day. So anyway, Uh, happy Thanksgiving had a recovery day outside early in the morning since all the gyms were closed. I also cooked steak for all my relatives while I stuck with meat and fruit as always print. uh, They had plenty of maltodextrin and seed oils. They also wanted me to read articles about nutrition, trying to make eating legit food rocket science. I am thankful for the Swole fam coaching me on this amazing health journey. Indeed, Uh, it's not rocket science. It's pretty straightforward common sense if you use common sense with nutrition it's much better than reading and micromanaging every last study out there because most nutrition science is a fucking joke for the most part Uh, there's too many variables and um, most of the things that people really need to know there's no money in doing those studies okay let's see katie says thanks papa we are thankful for your programming and your awesome podcast thank you katie I am getting a slow start, but I'm definitely going in the correct direction. And we are having grass-fed beef stew in the mountains. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Wow. We theft our family and went to the mountains uh, to our favorite cabin so we can be in nature and have fun. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Mama Swolio, Papa Swolio, Tainty Man, and Churchy. Aww, Aww. everyone. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. Anyone that um, sent me a message via swole text and messaged me, thank you everyone for the thanksgaining wishes. And speaking of Churchy and the Tainty Man, um, happy thanksgaining to all of you, poppers. Happy thanksgaining, Tainty Man. Stretch, stretch. All right. Happy thanksgaining to everyone. Yeah, those gyms that people are dropping in the chat that are key fob, you just kind of wave your key card in front and they're not staffed, but you have cameras, they have emergency buttons and things like that, that you can go 24 hours a day. It's pretty much a personal gym and you can go whenever you want. That's, what's most important is that you need to be able to train when you want to train. I do understand that some gyms are closed on certain days, but it just sucks. It sucks because people rarely have days off and these, you know, holidays Great opportunities for people to invest in their health. And I'm just thinking about this. If you run a gym, if you own a gym and you want, you're, you're running a gym for a reason. You own a gym for a reason. You're trying to make a difference and give people the opportunity to get healthier and to make progress. That shit should be open every fucking day. Pay someone triple time and a half or something. Just fucking open the damn gym. I mean, it's when people are off, people can have like a nice relaxing fucking workout. They can actually maybe not have to get up at 4 a.m. and do a quick half an hour before they have to go to work. Just saying. Just saying. If you're if you're owning that kind of a business for a purpose, I think you should be open. And like I said, you don't have to be open 24 hours, but give people an opportunity to at least come in and make some gains. A lot of gyms are open, just limited hours. Let's see. Um let's get into some knowledge cog, fam, knowledge cog time. <music> Mark says, while everyone was shopping early in the morning and recovering from Thanksgiving benders, I ensured I went in and talked to buddy about bro coming with me. Ah, you swole pilled someone. Nice. Swole pilling is swole is an art. It's an art. Mike B. 1708. Really weird question. What's for breakfast tomorrow? Uh protein shake in the morning. I don't know when. What's for breakfast tomorrow? Or nothing? Kefir? I mean, I have a protein shake first thing in the morning, like 50 grams with some creatine and electrolytes and stuff. Eat real food. Figure out what you like to have first thing. But protein, getting protein early in the day is important. Morot Flika. Morot Flika. Best exercise for glutes? Well, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, barbell hip thrust or a hip glute. Thrust machines, fantastic. Ankle weights can be beneficial, but you want a more stable exercise, you could do hip bridges on a Smith machine. 45 degree hyperextensions for glutes is fantastic. So, those were a couple right there. Uh, Sanchez, 08. Papasolio, if I don't have money for a gym, what can I do at home? You can do exercise. You could do yoga, you could do push ups and pull ups, things like that. But if you really want to build the most muscle, You need to have progressive overloads. You need to have ways to add resistance to these movements. So uh, if you don't have money for a gym, you can get a job and pay for a gym. Honestly, a lot of people say this, and I do know that times can be tight and we'll pop a You're Some people don't have money. I I get it, but work more, get another job, Uh, invest in some skills that can get you paid because if you can't afford 20 or 30 or 40 bucks a month for a gym, I know everyone has different situations, but. It's not that much money and your health is worth it. It's very important, but you can go for walks. You can do yoga. You can do meditation. A lot of things physically are free. You can make massive improvements with just body weight. That's for sure. But if you really want to build muscle and you want to benefit yourself maximally, you need to lift progressively. You can lift bricks. You can make your own weights. You can be creative, but flip a tire, you can do shit like that, or you can, improve your skills. That way you can have more money. So think about the issue, right? If you don't have muscle, what do you need to do? You need to do things to build muscle. I don't have money for a gym. Well, you can get free equipment. You can make your own weights. You can go on Facebook marketplace or offer up and, or flea markets and just see if you can get something on the cheap Uh, or you can work on skills to make more money. So it's not a concern. So you can spend 30, 40 bucks a month for a gym membership. Just saying, just saying we can't, can't hold your hand. You got to do better for yourself and make that not a concern. All right. Uh, Joe Jofit Jofit Velez, Papa Solio, I'm skinny as fuck and I'm doing working out at home. Should I buy protein powder? You can, it's not really the biggest deal. You know, you protein's very important and, but a lot of protein powders have heavy metals in them and they're ultra processed and they have stabilizers and sweeteners and artificial ingredients and you're not getting the amount of protein that you think you are, you're getting like 60, 70% of what you scoop. That's actually protein. So higher quality proteins are going to be more expensive, but you can also have eggs, beef, chicken, fish, and just eat more protein. So you don't need a protein powder to make progress. It just makes getting in protein overall easier or more efficient because it's like pre-digested almost. And it's, you're, you're getting it in a, easily absorbable form, depending on what kind of protein, just don't, if you're going to get something, get a grass fed whey concentrate. Don't, I know it's going to be more expensive, but don't get, you know, pea protein or hemp protein or any of that shit. So do you need protein powder? No, but if you're trying to get in 150 or 200 grams a day, it makes it much easier to do. So I think everyone can agree. All right. Johnny figs five. Johnny Fix 5. Would you say 90-day dash or swole mastery is better for beginners? Papa Swio. Depends on what you have access to. Swole Mastery is a body weight only program, and 90-day dash utilizes weights. So if you have access to both, you know, if you have access to weights and stuff, I would say do the 90-day dash. They're both great. The Swole Mastery is not designed for beginners per se. It's good for beginners, but swole mastery is more specifically designed for people that don't have any equipment. So it's not like base, like, okay, this is an entry-level program. It's a program that's designed for all levels, but it's designed with a specific variable of not having equipment. So if you have equipment, do the 90-day dash. If that's if you have equipment. If you don't have equipment, then Swole Mastery is a great choice. Melissa Longo, 136. Papa Soy, will you ever shave your beard and cut your hair? I don't think so. I have no desire to sh- cut my beard, no plans. And I cut my hair. I get haircuts, but to have short hair, I have no desire for that. So will I ever? No plans to. Gen- Gentinic? Papasolio, I had thy I had a thyroidectomy due to cancer. Any workout tips for one who has a real thyroid problem? Workout tips, not especially aside from unless you have some medical specificity for not being able to lift weights, you should be lifting weights, you should be eating properly, I would go hardcore into proper nutrition for getting rid of estrogenic foods and inflammatory foods and really locking down your nutrition, that's gonna be very important, and improving your environment, things that you are that could be interrupting your endocrine function, because if you have if you're compromised in certain areas, I don't know what medications you are on talk to your doctors and stuff, but unfortunately a lot of times they're not going to know anything about this. They're just going to put you on some medication because of X, Y, and Z. So I'm sorry to hear about your, your health issues, but it's still going to be lifting weights and eating quality foods the same. It's going to still be those things that I recommend, but I don't know from a medical standpoint, if there's anything that you should be adding or, um, stuff like that. So, Personally, anyone that has autoimmune issues or things like that, it's really more for me. My general opinion opinion is to go more carnivore and animal-based and cutting out many carbohydrates, going more towards just animal-based carnivore, getting rid of a lot of vegetables and a lot of these foods that can cause issues with endocrine function. It really can. like All these like broccoli and kale and shit like that. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. People want to eat them. I'm not saying that it's going to kill you, but it can absolutely um, interrupt mineral absorption and all these different types of things that can leave you you know micronutrient deficient in many ways. <clears throat> That's just my recommendation. So when I say when I say animal based towards carnivore, this is just a better way to isolate which foods work best for you. I'm not saying that you can't add sweet potatoes or you can't add. I don't know, asparagus or try or test it out, but you don't know how these things react or how you react to these things unless you remove them. Because what I can say is if you go animal-based, leaning more towards carnivore, guess what? Those things very, very rarely are you gonna have inflammatory issues. If anything, a lot of your symptoms would dissipate and you'll feel so much better. And then you'll know when you add things back in one at a time, which is essentially the premise of the elimination diet, you can see and isolate which things, Oh, that fucks me up. When I add that back in, I feel like shit. So you're not going to be able to survive. Well, if you go just vegan, you get rid of animal proteins. That's a terrible idea. But if you go the other direction, it's just a way to test and see which things affect you. Cause you might, a lot of people in the swole fam, you could drop in the chat Uh, what you have found. But a lot of people will figure out, holy shit, when I have red peppers, it fucking makes me go nuts. Like I have migraines or I have because of the nightshades. like you might have a lot of problems. You might not find you have a lot of problems, but wouldn't you like to know, holy shit, this thing that I thought was healthy my whole life, or that was good for me, or that was supposed to eat because it's red or whatever. And it's been fucking me up. You want to have that information because doctors are not going to be able to tell you that. Okay, uh, Elizabeth, hypothyroid here and carnivore has been the best for me. Uh, there's a great podcast on Joe Rogan. We always talk about the gut biome and how how your digestive system is paramount for immunity and for overall mental health and physical health, like your digestive, your gut and leaky gut. And uh, Gary Brecca was on Joe Rogan. He was talking about how thyroid hormone, a lot of that is just due to digestive motility. And when you improve that, your body is able to convert... Um, was it T3 or T4 to T3 or something like that, and fixes or dramatically aids people's thyroid issues by improving gut motility. So you can go listen to that podcast, but it comes back to everything that we've talked about, that nutrition is the answer. And what you actually narrow down for what works best for you, that's a whole other conversation, but there's a lot of things uh, with the gut that if you focus on that aspect, you focus on nutrition, you can solve so many of these issues. And of course, other endocrine disruptors in your environment. All the plastics and all the phthalates and things like that it all adds up. All adds up. Um, yeah, for for thanks gaining yesterday, uh, had some you know the family members were eating salad or all the stuff they were preparing. I brought Mama Solia and I brought our white rice. We brought ribeye. We brought steak. I had like a watermelon for dessert. It was great. Spent time with family. Talked about what we gave thanks for and all that stuff. But I didn't eat any of those things. And just it it looks. It's confusing to me. I look at a salad now or I look at leaves or lettuce. I'm like, what is that? I look at it. And it's almost looking at a different language. It just doesn't go into my brain. Like, Hmm, I should chew on that and swallow it. It just looks strange to me now. And, uh, I used to eat salads. I used to eat that stuff. I used to eat a lot of greens and shit like that. And just haven't in a long time. And I feel absolutely devoid of nothing. I feel fantastic. I ate a lot of liver, a lot of meat, eggs, raw dairy. I just feel amazing. If I felt like I was missing something, I would tell you guys, I would go and try and test, but I feel quite the opposite. I feel like that was what I was missing is keeping those in my nutrition and getting rid of them has made me feel a hundred times better. I feel great. My strength goes up. I sleep fantastic. I just feel my joints feel amazing. I just feel great. So why would I add that shit back in when I feel fucking awesome? Let's go back. Let's go by the actual results. How am I going to feel this awesome? Feel fantastic. And all of a sudden just drop dead. Fucking feel. Things don't work like that unless you're taking experimental gene therapy and causes heart inflammation your heart fucking stops because you're taking experimental drugs. So when, when that's not part of the equation, then we can get to the, the meat and the, instead of meat and potatoes, the meat and the liver of it. We'll talk about that. Ah. Jeff tech 35. I used to eat salads every day for lunch, feel much less bloated and rarely wreck the toilets and speffing them. Same thing with me, bro. <clears throat> uh, Loretta says my hairdresser, let's bring that up on the screen. That's a great comment, Loretta. Thank you for sharing. Oh God, damn it. Scrolled up. Uh, Loretta says my hairdresser asked what I've been doing. My hair has really improved the looks I got when I said liver and bone broth. Yeah. Oh my God. You eat liver and bone broth. Absolutely essential. Good for you, Loretta. Good for you. Isn't it crazy when you, it's not crazy to eat liver. It's not crazy to have bone broth or bone marrow, but then people, you talk about this with people and they're like, oh my God. And these are the same people that always complain about their thinning hair or their skin or their nails. And, oh, I can't do this. Or I'm always bloated. I'm always this. Well, maybe you should get rid of these foods that are making, that are fucking made me bloated. And it's like, well, oh my God, I can't get rid of that. Then stay fat. Then stay bloated. Then have migraines. Then have thinning hair. It's crazy. It's crazy when you tell people what you did to feel better and what you did and what you got rid of that changed all those things for you. And people just can't imagine. They just can't imagine. It. I can't do it. All right. G Wink 77. Keep dropping the chat. Hashtag ask Papa Solio. We'll get to a bunch more questions. G Wink 77. Papa Solio. How many exercises? How many exercises is too much? Like I. It's just a typo. How many exercises too much? I'm I'm just going to fill it in. Much like is or is for seven for my chest too many. Hopefully I'm reading that right. So are you asking is seven sets or seven exercises for chest too many? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can say that with confidence. Seven exercises or seven sets. So honestly, for me personally, my opinion, seven sets can easily be too much for chest. I don't do seven sets for my chest. Seven sets to failure. I don't do seven sets, not exercises, sets. I'm around five right now. I've been feeling really good with five, maybe six, four at the minimum. I'm doing like four to six. Five is a nice number for me. I like, I like five. So seven exercises. weight. I don't even know what you're doing for chest. Like what exercise, how many, there aren't that many exercises for chest. You're doing a press and a, f- or maybe a fly, which is kind of like an abbreviated or an adjusted press because of the tension movement. How are you even doing seven exercises? You're doing an incline, a flat, a decline. That's three. Let's just say, let's find seven, Uh, a pec deck, four, or like a dumbbell fly. Okay. So you just did incline, flat, and decline, which is redundant. Plus a pec deck, that's four. What else are you doing for chest? So you have to think about what you're doing. And one of the things that you want to avoid G if you're listening to this is you want to avoid redundancy. You don't need redundant exercise. And this is what a lot of people do when they're training. They're using they're doing exercise with a similar arm path or a certain position that is just not necessary. So, when you do an incline press, it doesn't mean you're not working your chest. It doesn't it doesn't mean you're only working your clavicular head. You're also working the sternal head, but you're just working it less. So when you're doing a decline press or chest dips, you're still working the sternal head. There is no like lower chest, like you're still working that whole area. So you really just need a flat and maybe an incline. And some people don't really need an incline. You have to figure out whether or not you need an incline press. Not everyone, it isn't like required that you have to do an incline press because you can get some incline chest work. You can get some clavicular fiber work if you're doing shoulder presses with a high incline because you should be doing them with a high incline rather than sitting straight up. So if you're doing an incline or an overhead press, you might be getting some clavicular fibers as well, but you don't have to do an incline. Some people find they get better chest development when they don't do incline chest pressing. A lot of people don't do incline chest pressing properly. They'll arch their back too much. They're doing an incline machine or an incline barbell and they're arching their back, which makes it more of a sternal head activator. So it really depends. You don't need incline. You don't need some people just work great with doing flat. So it really comes down to how you develop your chest. Some people just respond better with certain body parts, right? They'll do one exercise. They're just like, I just do flat bench. They have a huge chest. It's like they just react differently. Some people just do a curl and their biceps are fully defined. Some people have to kind of hack things a little differently. So for me, I'll do three exercise for chest. So this past Wednesday, I did chest. I did two sets of Smith. I used a band on the Smith machine to change the strength profile. So Smith machine incline. I did two sets. I did two sets of my hammer strength flat um, flat press. It's the horizontal machine, so I'm lying back like a regular flat press, but it kind of has like a decline motion, so it's it's a really cool angle. It feels great. I did two sets of that to failure, and then I did one set of pec deck. So I did five total sets, but also that matches towards my frequency. So if I did chest on Wednesday, I'm going to do chest on Sunday. So if I did, so I'm gonna do chest again on Sunday. So it's like four days of rest, three full days in between. And you know, the two half days after the session and up into the the fourth day, it's like three to four total days. And I'm playing around with this because I've been making consistent progress and I'm recovered. I feel great when I'm training my chest again because if I did five sets and I could train twice a week, can I make more progress than doing 10 sets? Cause if I did 10 sets or if I did eight sets on Wednesday, I wouldn't be able to do chess on Sunday. I would have to wait till Monday or Tuesday because I'm doing a lot more volume. I'm creating a lot more fatigue. So it would take me longer to recover. So, is that worthwhile? Because I could train my chest more frequently if I'm increasing in reps. And I've been increasing. I went from 295 on one of the movements to 315. You know, the machines are different than just like free weight bar pressing. Like, I can't do 315 on a barbell, I haven't tried. But it's all relative to like how it's targets it's a converging press. So it's a different movement, but I've been going up. I've been going up in the reps. I've been going up in the weight every single session dramatically. So, so it's working. That means I'm recovering. That's what I'm, that means I'm creating the proper stimulus and I'm super compensating. So I'm going to stick with that until it doesn't work. If I'm doing this rotation and I'm doing this scheduling and this volume and I'm not seeing improvements or I'm stalling or I'm going down. Okay. I need to adjust and probably give a little bit more recovery. Probably not do more volume. I just need more recovery between. So that's really where it comes into it. it doesn't mean like, oh my God, I'm not making progress. I need to do eight sets. I don't know. Stay with the same amount of volume I'm doing and just give another day and then just really make subtle tweaks. So I did five total sets, not like seven exercises. And I don't know, G, if you're talking about set, if you're saying exercise in the term of seven sets, but if you mean exercise, that means like flat Incline, decline, chest fly, uh, dips, whatever it is. Like I, I would never like seven exercises way too much. So up the intensity, decrease the volume. So seven total sets is even a lot. Seven total sets to failure is a lot. You could, you could increase the intensity and decrease the volume there. That's my, that's my take on that. Good question. Good question, but yeah, that's my opinion. <clears throat> and that's really the uh, that's really the foundation for maximum swole is that if you are decreasing the volume that you're doing, it really mimics more that you're going to war. I'm going to battle. I'm going to this exercise. I'm doing two sets, that's all I got, or one set to failure. It's like I'm laying it all out on the table. I'm laying it all fucking out. I'm not saving any of the time. I'm not doing four exercises. It's like running a marathon versus a sprint. Like you want to just fucking crush and get the most out of one or two sets for an exercise done. So if I'm doing back today, I'm going to do some sort of like a wide pull down or a wide pull up. I'm probably going to do a pullover machine or like a high row. And then I'm going to do like a lower row, like a neutral grip or maybe like a T-bar row with my elbows out wide. So I'll probably do five sets, five or six sets for back one or two for posterior deltoid and like two to four for biceps or something, or, you know, do like maybe 10 or 11 total sets for entire pull day. You don't need a lot. So it really comes down to the intensity and also how frequently you're training. So if I can do two workouts every three, four or five days, I don't need as much volume because I'm doing it more frequently. So I'm able to create the stimulus, repair, create the stimulus again. So that constant recovery with that stimulus threshold, hopefully, you know, you find that, sweet spot where you can make pretty consistent progress long-term. All right. Some more things to think about. All right. We got to go into overtime soon. So let's go balls deep. Remember, hit that thumbs up button. We're live on rumble. Thanks for being here. Everyone Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. It helps tremendously. We have way more people watching live than the thumbs up. You're killing me guys. You're killing me. Hit the thumbs up button, please. Uh, Why you guys don't do that. I don't understand. Um, It's like you're watching the show, but you want it to fail. (laughs) If you don't hit the, it's like, yeah, I don't want, I want this show to just bomb by not hitting the thumbs up button. So everyone take a moment, um, leave the the chat, go hit the thumbs up button, reload or whatever, and then come on back and you can enjoy some balls deep. So I was going to talk about this the other day. I thought it was funny because, you know, I like comedy. I like humor and people are complete fucking bitches and pussies. So I don't know if you guys heard about this. Again, this might have been covered on other shows, but I was going to post about it like a few days ago, but didn't. Um, if you guys are familiar with uh, Matt Rife, he's he blew up on TikTok in the last year or so. I think it's probably been a year. Time flies, and uh, he, he he's really good with crowd work. If you've seen some of his clips, and I guess he's been putting out some Netflix specials, and people are like, "Oh my god, I just saw a lot of negative stuff. A lot of stuff people posting." that um, his stand-up specials weren't that good. X, Y, and Z. Okay, fine. Maybe it's not his best stuff. I don't watch his comedy, except aside from the clips that I've seen, but he made some jokes about domestic violence and everyone's like calling it DV like as, as as if making it an acronym makes it more impactful. Anyway, people are always looking for stuff to get offended by. So if you're watching a comedy special, I'm just going to end this here and there. Like he made domestic violence jokes. It's called a joke. Domestic violence jokes. You can make racial race jokes and domestic violence jokes. If you're watching a comedy special and you get offended by a domestic violence joke. um, Literally what he did. I agree exactly with what he did. And it's fucking hilarious. And uh, it's a big W for Matt Reif, in my opinion. So um, he did some. You know, whatever. He he did some jokes about domestic violence as comedians do. They make fun about uh, everything, right? So, you know, someone's commenting, my specialist for guys immediately opens up with a demil- domestic violence joke. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it. Like fucking get over it. Your feelings are hurt. Good. You probably shouldn't watch. And um, so he posted this in his story. This is what I'm talking about. So forget the whole story. It doesn't really matter. I going to go into the whole details of the joke. Whether or not you thought the joke was funny, it gets a pass because you're trying to be funny. You're not going to laugh your ass off at every joke that people make, but Like, all of a sudden, like, okay, you're a victim of domestic violence. Not a good thing, but fucking laugh or don't watch a comedy special. Oh, my God. He told a joke about something that I don't think is funny. Okay, well, it's not just for you. It's a comedy special. It's about comedy. Nothing. No, no humor is too dark. Nothing's too offensive. It's comedy. Either laugh or you need to work on your sense of humor. So he posted this in a story, which is fucking hilarious. He said, if you've ever been offended by a joke, I've told here's a link to my official apology. And there's a link. It says uh, there's a link. And it says, tap to solve your issue. And it was a link to special needs helmets, which is fucking absolutely hilarious. Funny as fucking hell. Okay, so in other words, he says, cope, you know, deal with it, get a helmet, shut the fuck up. I, I don't care, uh, which is exactly the stand that he should take. Not apologize. Oh my God, someone was offended by my joke. He's a stand up comedian. You make fun about things and everything. So I think it's all these like weak, Liberal women that were like, Oh my god, he's attractive and he's so funny. Yay, Matt Reif. And then they made a joke. Oh my god, that was so mean. So, in other words, this is called trimming the bushes and trimming the hedges. Okay, that's what it means because you get a lot of people and like, Oh my god, he's so hot, this and the other. Okay, you get a lot of these libtards and you get this audience. And then you have to trim the bushes, right? You have to mow the lawn. You want to resod grass and you want to fix your lawn? Okay, you have to seed it, but then you also have to still mow it, right? So this is all that's happening. He gained a huge audience from people that don't really know comedy or don't understand what comedy is about that are easily offended. Obviously, like liberal women. And then, of course, he comes back with, like, I'm a comedian. I don't give a fuck. And then, oh, my God, I'm offended. Then you're not a real fan of comedy and Go watch something else. So cry harder, get a helmet. Um, if anything, you know, this made me be like, dude, 100% get a helmet. It's fucking hilarious. Um, huge W for Matt Reif and everyone else that doesn't think that uh, you can make fun about things. You can make fun of anything and everything. Okay. Nothing is off limits. That's the whole point. And if you don't like stand-up comedy, then don't go to a stand-up comedy show. You're voluntarily watching a comedy special. Oh my God, I'm offended. What are you talking about? If you're that easily offended, then you should not be watching stand-up comedy. Go watch a female comedian. That is not going to be funny. Go watch a non-funny comedian. You know, go watch Comedy Central or something if you want. Or watch like The Tonight Show or something if you don't want swearing or naughty words or concepts that might make you a little bit uncomfortable. In other words, get over it. So, I thought it was hilarious. Click here to solve your issues. Get a helmet. Fucking awesome. So... Matt Rife super based and anyone that got offended by that, uh, you can stop watching this show too, but I don't think anyone here, I think we've already done that. I think we've offended anyone that would ever get offended, but that's the whole point. You say something and you're making a joke and you're doing it with good intentions. You didn't say anything with evil intentions. It was a funny joke. I'm not saying it was the most funny joke of all time because I listened to it in the clip. I'm like, all right, it's funny. It's just, I might not be laughing and slapping the shit out of my legs. And okay, not every joke is going to be as funny as every joke. You can't just some, maybe it's the delivery, whatever it is, but you want to improve. So in other words, uh, get over it, deal with it, cry harder. Like just (laughs) who the fuck cares? And here's the point. Don't never apologize. Especially stand-up comedian, don't apologize for that. Don't fucking apologize. He did exactly what he should do. Said "fuck you," like "fuck off." That's it. So you would. I was seeing all these posts like the rise and fall of Matt Rife, the rapid rise and f- fall. What are you talking about? He does awesome crowd work. Whether his jokes are your sense of humor or not, totally fine. Crowd work is exceptionally challenging. So a special, and he's only been doing comedy for ten years. If you think that's that makes you 10 years is not, I mean, it's a long time, but it's not that long of a time, you know? So writing a special and jokes and delivery is challenging. And he's been thrust into the spotlight after all this time. And he's been his rise to fame. Obviously it's like a hockey stick, right? Gradually then suddenly, but yeah, I, I think that's what happens. You see a couple of videos and I'm like, oh, and everyone's swooning and he gets the virality. And then all of a sudden you see, you start actually paying attention. Oh my God. Oh, my feelings. It's like, no, like suck as many dicks as you possibly can. Shut up, shut up, either laugh or don't, but you should make fun of everything and anything. Dark humor is great. Like Anthony Jeselnik, the goat. Yeah, get offended. It should be like, oh shit. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you hate people and you want people to die or you think that beating a spouse, male or female is funny. It's just, it's funny in the context. It's a joke. It's called a joke. It's humor. Okay. All right. So. And this is the problem with the left. Um, Anytime you have that, that's, that's why, that's why there is cancel culture because there is no humor. There is no humor on the left. There's absolutely no humor. So you can really isolate who is a leftist and who is, you know, when, when you are trying to cancel people, because canceling someone is really just infringing on free speech. That's what it is. So cancel culture is just. You know, cutting people out, just eliminating people that oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. It's like, no, fuck you, get a helmet. So I agree. Let's get into another video. Let's get into a video. One, two, or three, drop that in the comments. Drop that in the comments. Drop it in the comments. One, two, or three. So I wasn't really getting involved. With that situation, I saw that and I'm like, what the fuck are people doing? And then I saw his response. I'm like, oh, the goat. That was awesome. So if anything, uh, he just bumped up many points in my book. It's a perfect response. Perfect response. Get a helmet. And guess what? He's going to lose some of his audience, but they weren't really fans to begin with. You don't want those people around. No, let them know what the fuck is up. Good for you. So good for you, Matt. Good for you. And we got some tainty man yoga. Look at the stretchies. We got the church. And the tainty stretches. Dude's just completely twisted. All right, let's go with Giovanni 69, number two. Giovanni, number two.
1: What's in the box?
0: Ooh, it's called Pretty Privilege. So pretty. So pretty. I
1: think that, for me, being that, it wards off a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like right up front, like you show me who you are, and it's like, oh, thinner women or women that have... The quote-unquote ideal body type has to go through a lot more jerks than I do. Oh, interesting. Yeah. People reveal themselves over time. When you have the, you know, I don't know how to say it, but like I guess ideal body type, right? Where you're thin and you're petite and all this stuff. You're more accepted in society. Yeah. Yeah. And so everyone likes you. And everybody's nice to you at the beginning. Yes. What are you wearing? Not everybody's nice to to me on the first date. It's pretty privileged and it's actually working against a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on actually works to me on the first like not everybody's nice to me on the first date.
0: It's not everyone's nice to me on the first date. It's probably they fucking show up and they're like, Holy shit. That's a huge bitch. They show up and they're like, God damn it, you fucking catfished me. You didn't show me you didn't show me the you only showed me your face on Tinder. So they're like they they've been lied to.
1: Pretty privileged and it's actually working against a lot of people. Yeah. Because you don't know what their real intention is. You marry are. a monster by accident yes. Yes, sometimes.
0: Okay, let's move right along. I, I have no idea what the fuck I just watched. If you're just listening, keep listening. Don't watch. Hashtag blackswall. Drop that in the comments down below. <laughs> you marry a monster if you're pretty and you're not. What? If you're, if you're pretty, then you might marry a monster? What they're trying to subtly like, yeah, if you're pretty, you can get scammed if you're pretty, trying to make any reason for them not to, to feel better about themselves. Okay. Athletic body type. Yeah. I'm a shot putter. I'm a shot put champion, like tank. I'm built like a tank. All right, let's do all right. These are Thanksgiving, so we have to do them because they're timely so this one's called thanksgiving no rules
1: what's in the box
0: yeah it's called being catfished thanks
1: if you are in the u.s today first off happy thanksgiving if you celebrate uh secondly here are some reminders she
0: says i'm sick today hence the congestion
1: you do not have to earn your food if you want
0: so someone that's sick and unwell because like 80 to 90 percent of your immune system is like based on like your gut function so it's a good sign you're sick and you're going to talk about justifying eating shit food Solid approach. And do
1: a turkey trot 5K, go for it. You want to go for a run later, do a workout later, go for it, but you don't have to. You do not have to earn your food. Number two, you are allowed to be excited for the food today. There's going to be a lot of really good, fun, yummy foods, and you are allowed to get excited over them. Number three, you are allowed to go back for seconds or even thirds if you want to. You are allowed to control how much food you eat today. Number four, No one has the right to make comments about what you put on your plate, or don't put on your plate.
0: Yeah, I I disagree. You have the right to say whatever the fuck you want. It's called freedom of speech. You don't have to like it, so I'm always gonna push back on all that stuff whenever I see it.
1: You are in control of that. Not anyone else. Number five, all food is neutral. There are no good or bad foods, so you Mm -hmm. are not being bad today by eating certain foods, and you're not being
0: bad today. You guys got to unpack that shit from when you were three. You're not being naughty. Am I a naughty girl? Cause I ate mad food. It's just garbage fucking food. And you have no self-control and no purpose. If you don't have a purpose and a reason for why you're making better choices, if you have information and you understand what you're doing for the, for the, you know, why, what the reason is that you're eating certain things, then you don't have to have this whole moral conundrum in your brain. And all oh, this tug and this, this tug of war. If you know why you're making these choices, then it's very simple. Oh, I don't want to eat that poisonous shit. Okay, so that just answers that question.
1: You do not have to be good tomorrow by eating foods that you think are better.
0: These are just perpetual children. You don't have to be good. Am I naughty? Am I naughty because I had a snack? I'm naughty because I had a cookie? If you understand what is in and what these fucking ingredients and what these uh these foods and why they're made and what they do to your body and your brain and your immune system and your gut, then you just might make better decisions. Information. Information and purpose behind that information gets rid of all these issues. All
1: food is neutral. Wrong. And number six, if you are struggling today... All food
0: is neutral. What does that fucking mean exactly? Look at her fucking eyes. Gross. All food is neutral. No, some food is absolute poisonous shit. It's neutral. What? Exactly.
1: I'm not having the best day. Please know that you are not alone. You are welcome to hang out here on my page. This is a safe space.
0: Um, (laughs) Everyone can cry on my page. You're not alone. We'll get through
1: this day together. So hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Yeah,
0: Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. That was fantastic. Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm sick and uh, and I'm obese. Food is not moral. (gasps) There's no morality behind food. (gasps) Is it? It's like, Jesus Christ, you know, if you're going to talk about shit like this, at least look the part, at least look healthy. I'm currently sick and I'm obese, but you don't have to have anyone telling you that you can't have another serving of cake. Come on, man. All right. Last one. And then we're going to go into overtime. All right. This is called in honor of Thanksgiving. Uh Oh, this one's oops. Oh, all right. Well, that one's not pulling up. All right, let's give away today's swole card and then we're gonna go into overtime. It's not opening, so we will go. Uh, TCAP says, why why are all food addicts like this? Uh, It's justification. You're justifying your addictions. That's what it is. You're justifying your compulsive behavior. And also remember, people are filling the void in their lives with food. They're filling the void and purpose that they don't have in their life with food. I mean, think about this. If your identity, if your purpose is to, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you could have your other, you could have multiple purposes, but if you're trying to, okay, your direction is to improve your health and to train properly and to improve your nutrition so you sleep better. If you have these things, you're going to neglect and get rid of and isolate and eliminate those things that don't go in the proper direction that you're headed. Right? These are all things that take you out of your direction. If people don't have a direction, they're looking for the next compulsive behavior, the next instant gratification. They're trying to fill a void in their lives. They're just going from meal to meal. They're going from mouth pleasure to mouth pleasure to mouth pleasure. They're going from the next Netflix fucking series or the next movie that comes out, uh, the football game, the next beer, the next Friday and girls night and taco Tuesday. They're going from next meal to the next meal. But if you have purpose and you understand why you're doing and you have a structure around your life and a direction, these things don't make sense. Like those things don't make sense to me. The morality and the garbage and the justification, it does not make sense to me because I know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I have intent and purpose with what actions I take with my habits. They don't factor in. It doesn't make sense. The puzzle piece doesn't fit. So it's just like, okay, that doesn't fit. So I don't, it just doesn't compute. I look at potato chips the same way I look at a chair. I don't look at a chair and think, man, I'm really fucking hungry. Let me just nibble on the wood leg for a little bit. Why would I eat a chair? Why would I eat a hat? Oh, look, this cup. I just drank the coffee out. Let me just chew on it a little bit. Like, that's not food. And neither are potato chips. Like, these things are not consumable ing- items for me. It just doesn't factor in. So, this is why I always want to portrayed to you. I'm not saying you have to do everything the same way I do, but that's why I don't have cheat meals. I don't have these compulsive behaviors in that direction just because I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. For me, more information and more reasons behind it reinforce, okay, I know why I'm making these decisions. And if you have a pro and con, like, okay, these are all the reasons, this is why I'm doing it because it takes me in this direction, X, Y, and Z. And then you have, oh, it tastes good. That that, that doesn't outweigh Uh, Of course, it's supposed to taste good. It's fucking created that way. It's manufactured in a lab to make it taste good or to make me think it tastes good so I can't stop eating it. So it just doesn't outweigh. It's like having a fat kid on a swing, ironically. And you know, those are all the benefits of eating properly and all this different training and seven pillars. And then on the other side, it's like, it doesn't, oh, it tastes good right now. That doesn't outweigh all the downsides. It doesn't. It doesn't because there are really good foods that help me move in the proper direction that I fucking love that are delicious. I'd rather eat those. After I had steak and rice, whatever we're eating dinner, I had a watermelon chopped in half and just sat there and ate a fucking watermelon. It was great. I didn't eat pumpkin pie and whipped cream and shit. I ate some watermelon. I felt fucking fantastic. Well, I felt really full because I ate half a fucking watermelon. I ain't going to get fat from eating a watermelon. I'm not going to feel like shit the next day because I ate a watermelon. It's 92% water. BTW. All right, swole card time. Let's give away this beach. Hashtag black swole. And then we're going into overtime. Let's fucking do it. Do it. Do it. All right. We got a winner. Uh, we got a winner. Today is Johnny Figs 5. Congra- Congratulations, Johnny Figs. Congratulations. J double F. Johnny Figs 5. Send us an email to support at swole card 2758 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Congratulations, Johnny Figs. But this is what I'm saying. Information, knowledge is power. When you understand why you're doing what you're doing, you just make better choices. It eliminates a lot of these compulsive behaviors because you know why you're making those choices. And it's all a choice, it's all habits. It's just habits and choices. So make better ones. Congratulations, Johnny. We'll take some soundboard requests and then we're going into overtime. Don't know, buddy. Go nowhere, you
1: fucking people. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo? Healthier than I will ever be. Hey,
0: Scott! That gorilla has seen the city of Singe
1: and put chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. You want the baby boy's hole, you gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. upon you, like the crashing of a thousand waves! Be gone, vile man, be gone from me! Loud noises! Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. luckiest Sky alive if that did it for me
0: donnie you're out of your element i don't hurt me because i used to be one all right fam hit that thumbs up button we're about to go into overtime exclusively for members inside soul Normous X, the daily soul telegram chat so make sure you switch on over switch over Red Rover, Red Rover, go on and switch over. Piano coming in. Three, two, one. Hold on, let me get out. Ooh. No hands. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. All right, very nice. Let me crank up. Ooh, it's hot. Tendonitis is brutal. Okay, fam, thanks for being here. We are switching over into, well, overtime i him! <laughs> All right, fam. So overtime starts right now. Head on into the Daily Swole Telegram chat. It's right there on your homepage. If you're a member, log into X. If you are not yet a member, go to SwoleNormousX.com slash and jump on those specials and you can lock in that membership and fucking make some gains with the fam and get access to the private community programs, yoga, meditation, nutrition, jumpstart, elimination diet, and so much more, including overtime segments, Swole Fam Roundtable. We have one next week. And of course, every single Monday, we have an exclusive live stream for members the accountability meeting. So join the fam today, swolnormousx.com slash black And let's get into today's overtime segment. We got balls deep edits and we have a brand new driving while gaining. So head on over there and we'll see you tomorrow for Swole Slash Saturday. Peace, McGee's. Deuce, Magoose. Yeah, boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh.